What's up, Boston? It's Friday, March 3rd, and that means it's time again for another installment of the Friday Five, where we update you on the latest news from Boston and around the U.S. I'm Landry Harlan. And I'm Chris Atanza. With the Boston University News Service, or BUNS for short. Chris and I will be on spring break next week. Woo! So this will be your one news update for the next couple weeks, and we got a lot to catch you all up on. Let's so, go. Let's get to Attorney General Jeff Sessions recused himself yesterday from investigations into Russia's influence on the 2016 presidential election. Pressure on Sessions grew quickly after it was revealed Wednesday night that Sessions lied during his confirmation hearings about two meetings he had with a Russian ambassador during the campaign. Democrats on the Hill were quick to condemn Sessions, with many calling for his resignation. The fact that the Attorney General, the top cop in our country, lied under oath to the American people is grounds for him to resign, is grounds for him to resign. He has proved that he is unqualified and unfit to serve in that position of trust. President Donald Trump stood by Sessions Thursday, releasing a statement calling Sessions an honest man and blaming Democrats for starting what he calls a witch hunt. Investigations will now be led by Deputy Attorney General Dana Bente, who replaced Sally Yates after she was let go in January over her refusal to enforce Trump's travel ban. President Trump delivered his first speech to Congress Wednesday and called for citizens to come together after a divisive presidential campaign. I am here tonight to deliver a message of unity and strength, and it is a message deeply delivered from my heart. Trump spent much of the speech outlining his platform for the next four years, including replacing the Affordable Care Act and creating jobs through an infrastructure rebuilding effort. The biggest surprise came when he spoke about immigration reform in stark contrast to his calls during the campaign to build a wall between Mexico and the U.S. Real and positive immigration reform is possible as long as we focus on the following goals. To improve jobs and wages for Americans. To strengthen our nation's security. And to restore respect for our laws. Lawmakers on the Hill were skeptical of Trump's call to compromise. According to CNN, Republicans said they just want to make the current laws stricter. Astrid Silva, a 28-year-old immigration activist from Nevada, summed up the Democrats' view in a Spanish-language response to the speech. She was later asked by the AP why she wouldn't apply for citizenship. People have asked me, why don't you just become a citizen? And, you know, I think if it was that easy and if it was, you know, just about money, I think that I... I would have loved to have taken that step years ago, but that's not something that's easily accessible to, to millions of people around the world. Now, healthcare still remains a hot topic in national politics, with the government still not quite having the answer to replace the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. At President Trump's address to Congress this week, he said that whatever the replacement shall be, it should be something that allows the American people the ability to make their own health decisions. We should help Americans purchase their own coverage through the use of tax credits and expanded health savings accounts. But it must be the plan they want, not the plan forced on them by our government. NPR reports that in Congress, people from both sides are still not too sure what the latest draft of the bill to replace Obamacare actually looks like. Senator Rand Paul has also condemned the GOP for not making the draft widely available before the upcoming vote, which is expected to happen by next Wednesday. In other surprising news, Reuters reports that Vice President Mike Pence used a private email account to conduct business while he was the governor of Indiana. According to a statement from his office, Pence had maintained a state and personal email account. 
The Indianapolis Star reported that Pence's personal account, which was used to discuss sensitive issues, was hacked last summer. Indiana law does not prohibit officials from using personal email accounts. During the presidential campaign, however, Pence was a big critic of Hillary Clinton's use of a private server. So, Chris, one thing we know about journalists is that they need coffee constantly. They work very hard. We work very hard. So, thank goodness for Tom Hanks. Oh, why? There's lots of reasons to be thankful for Tom Hanks. But the story came out yesterday that Tom Hanks delivered a new espresso machine for the White House press corps. Apparently, he did this in 2010, and he's just been decided it was time to replace the machine. And with the machine came a note that had Superman's signature catchphrase to the White House press corps, keep up the good fight for truth, justice, and the American way, especially the truth part. Uh, Nothing like caffeine and justice, right? We did what? Best state, Massachusetts is the best state. Um, obviously. But you're right. U.S. News & World Report confirmed what Mass residents have known forever on Monday, naming Massachusetts the best state in the union. I'd be a little dubious of their ranking system, though, because those crazies up in New Hampshire took second. Yeah, come on, U.S. News & World Report. Everyone knows New Hampshire is just a poor man's Vermont. I don't know what the proper Bostonian stance on this is. I'm new to this, Rob. Vermont is definitely better. Nicely done. The ranking system uh, is a combination of factors, but Massachusetts' stellar healthcare and public education put them over the top. And speaking of education, the Metropolitan Area Planning Council just released its State of Equity report, which looks at income, education, healthcare, and housing access across various demographics in Boston. The report showed test score improvements across all groups and a reduction of -of out-of-school suspensions. The report did highlight increased income inequality in the city, though. The top 20% of earners are now pocketing 18 times more than the bottom 20%. And journalists are making? Let's not talk about it. In fact, let's change the topic entirely and head over to science. All right, guys, and now it's time for science! 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 And tech. With Aaron Wade. Aw, snap. IPO! That was yesterday, right? Yeah, Snap, the company that owns Snapchat, made its initial public offering yesterday. It started off at $17 a share, but at the close of day, prices for a share of Snap had gone up by over $8. That means Snap's value rose by almost 50% over the course of a single day. It's pretty crazy how much people will pay for tech gizmos these days. Okay, Grandpa. But speaking of paying way too much for tech-related things... Private citizens are going to space! Or so SpaceX says. The company announced that they're planning to send two people who have, quote, already paid a significant deposit to do a moon trip, end quote, on a trip around the moon. They're set to blast off next year. This is going to be the furthest human beings have gone into space in the past 45 years. One of these days, straight to the moon, Alice. But wait, there's more. More what? More space. Oh, right. The last time we spoke to the wonderful Friday Five listeners, we didn't even know those seven planets had been discovered yet. NASA says the newly discovered solar system has seven Earth-like planets. The planets still haven't been named as far as we know, but all seven of them look like they're the right distance from their nearest star to potentially have liquid water. And three of them get the same amount of heat as Earth, Venus, and Mars. So you know what that means? Potential aliens. 
E.T. phone home. Elliot. Ouch. All right, let's kick it over to Bree and Chris for some sports. All right, all right, all right. No copyright intended. Please don't sue me. Um, it is time for your sports segment in the Friday Five. What do we got today, Bree? Well, it looks like we have a lot. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh wow! We got the Seas. We got the Bruins. We got Dante Hightower news. A little bit of spring training. Looks like we have a lot to go on today. All right, let's let you take the lead. What you got? Well, the Celtics are still second behind the Cavs after coming off of a great game. I don't know if you watched on Wednesday. I did. That was wild. That was a great, great, especially after coming off of that very scrappy loss to the Hawks. You know, after Dwight Howard got ejected. That was a very scrappy game. IT broke his uh, 43-game record of scoring 20 points or more. He is a man possessed this season. Jeez. Yes, he is. But he made up for it, dropping 31 on the Cavs. What I noticed is you have to give Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, and Amir Johnson their props. They really came to play that day, especially Avery Bradley. Well, it was really good to see that these top two teams really duked it out. It wasn't a one-sided game. It was a close one. It really, not good for your anxiety, but it was a great game to watch. Yes. And it's definitely uh, Eastern Conference Finals preview. I feel like that would be a great series to watch. It's good now. Winter might be here, but you know what? At least basketball's heating up. Yes. So that'll be great to watch. What else you got? Well, um, in Dante Hightower Patriot news, they decided not to use the franchise tag on him. Really? Yes. And what is more interesting is that at least four of their defensive players are eligible for free agency come March 9th. So, Belichick has some decisions to make. And that'll be interesting considering it is their front seven that kind of needs a little bit more work. And you'll remember the high tower had the sack on Matt Ryan during the Super Bowl. And he was also a big part of the Super Bowl win against the Seahawks. Hopefully we do see him back representing New England's best. But you never know with football. Also, so what about those Bruins? They actually did make a sneaky trade. Not a sneaky trade, but they were pretty quiet during the trade deadline. They went and got Drew Stafford from the Winnipeg Jets for a conditional 2018 draft pick. So, especially with the way they're they're going now, they're starting to heat up under interim coach Cassidy. So, it'll be interesting to see how they push towards the playoffs, especially since people counted that out early in the season. I mean, last night's game was tough because it wasn't like a blowout. They only lost by one. They played pretty well, and it's their only their second loss under the interim coach. So it'll be interesting to see this final push for hockey, especially since that's the one uh, sport that points really do matter more compared to other sports. Like, speaking of points that were ridiculous, do you know what the score was yesterday in spring training for the Red Sox? No, I, I don't, actually. 19-2 to two against the Rays. They won. 19. (laughs) I have nothing to say. Wow. It looks like things are heating up for Boston fans. Unfortunately, unless you are a fan of the left-hander David Price, who is currently dealing with an elbow injury. It's spring training, so at least he's getting the injury out of the way now. But I kind of was banking on him to be who I wanted for their opening day starter. So looks like it's up in the air, but they are making some good moves for those Red Sox. 
I know they just worked on their contract with Mookie Betts, who I watched in the AAA system. He is a force to be reckoned with. I knew that when I watched him then. I am excited to watch him now. And I think, actually, this might be a really good season for the Red Sox if their pitching holds up. So we will see. I think that's about what you've got for our sports update. We will see you for our St. Patrick's Day episode. And then, and when we come back after St. Patrick's Day, we will be talking about March Madness. So stay classy, Boston. We'll be back. Yes. And the best picture Oscar goes to, Lala, just kidding, Bree. I'm just kidding. Goes to Moonlight. Wow. Did you see that on Sunday night? The funny thing is, I knew it happened, but I turned the TV on when I got home right as Moonlight had just gotten up. So I missed all of the right, all of the good stuff, and I only got to see the We were just about stage. to turn the TV off and go to bed. But I'm glad I didn't because that was one of the greatest moments in television history. <laughs> And Steve Harvey is so happy right now. Oh, my goodness. Happiest man on earth. Oh, I know he is. But I am so glad Moonlight won. I am too. So you see Moonlight? Yes. So good. It's so good. Gosh, everybody go see Moonlight. Now you have no excuses. It's the best picture of the year. According right. to some random people we've never seen in an academy. No one really knows what it does. Bree, what else has been going on this week? <laughs> You know, you tell me, Landry, what's uh, going on? Right, that's my job. Um, <laughs> Brie, did you hear that Rihanna came to Harvard this week? I did, and I was so disappointed that I couldn't miss class to me go too. and see her. Me too. She was getting a Harvard Humanitarian Award. I would just give her awards for just being Rihanna. Exactly. For just, like, all the gifts that she's given us. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Rihanna came to town. You know who else is coming to town tonight? Tonight? Ariana Grande is going to town tonight. Oh. At the TD Garden, folks. Tickets still available. Ariana Grande. One of my favorite pop singers. Oh, she's pretty good. Pretty good. She's you got a favorite good. Ariana Grande song, Brie? I do. It's off of her first album, though. Honeymoon Avenue. Honeymoon Avenue, throwback. Yes. Cool. I'm a big fan of NTU from the new album. <laughs> Listeners, I'd give you a little... Please keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I can join you if you like. I wasn't planning on giving a rendition, but it's, it's what the listeners want. My mixtape doesn't come out yet. Our, e- our editor, voice. Chris, is like, come on, get it out there. I don't want to scare you all off. Yeah. But in other music news, I'm sure every one of you was a big fan of the song Royals by Lord back in the day. Well, the gods of music are smiling upon us today. Lord, after a three-year absence, has released a new song today. I thought you were talking about her album. I was waiting for an album announcement. Oh. The new song is called Green Light. It's great music video, but it does mean a new album's coming out soon. It's called Melodrama. The date's not out yet, but I'm so excited. Lord is great. It's been a long wait for new music from her. So excited about that. A few other things happening in town. I just wanted to mention to y'all. If you're big Game of Thrones fans, the Game of Thrones Orchestra is coming to town. Really? On the 6th, yeah. Also at the TD Garden. Tickets still available. And there's the composer of all the Game of Thrones music is going to be there. And there's going to be like pyrotechnics, big orchestra. There's going to be a giant screen showing scenes from Game of Thrones while they're playing. Are they opening with the theme song? I imagine they they must. (laughs) I mean, it's like one of the greatest theme songs of all time. It really is, no matter how long it is. I would would say go even if you've never watched Game of Thrones because it's like the music is one of the best parts about the show. So St. Patrick's Day coming up on March 17th. And as we all know, Boston is one of the most popular places to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. 
a lot of Irish history. The thing is, Brie, parents come into town on 17th. I love my parents. I'm really excited for them to be here. But probably won't be going as crazy that night as you normally, as, would. As normally would. I'm not crazy, Marvin and Carol. But we encourage you listeners to stay safe out there, drink responsibly, have a great time, and stay as Irish as possible throughout the night. I want to hear some good accents out there. Last but not least on this one, our movie recommendations for the week, Logan. Oh, yes. New Wolverine. New Hugh Jackman. It's going to be shirtless for a lot of the movie. Sounds pretty awesome. I like Wolverine a lot. It's probably one of the cool superheroes. So I do enjoy it. Even though I'm not as much of a Marvel. Get out. That's something you should So we recommend Wolverine and also the movie Get Out, a uh, horror satire about liberal white racism. So if that sounds like a blast, which I hear that it is, Brie. It is. You should go check that one out. I believe 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know who that one hater is. (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out for you guys. It's not us, I promise. Again, have a wonderful spring break. Well, at least you students out there listening, have a wonderful spring break. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Have a good time out there. Have fun. All right, with that, this ends this week's Buns Friday 5 for March 3rd, 2017. We'll be back next time with a special St. Patrick's Day themed podcast with all the latest news from Boston, Beyonce, Leprechauns, and whatever else is happening around the country. For the Buns Friday 5, I'm Chris Atienza. I'm Landry Harlan. Have a fantastic week.